Welcome to another installment of What's Life, the podcast that asks that very question, what is life? Luke Palmer, yeah, that is you. That's me. And I, Paul McWhorter, are looking through the weekly magazine called That's Life to try mm-hmm. and uh, glean some little nuggets of, uh, of stuff to help us along. We're learning. We're always yeah. learning. Always learning. We may not learn anything today, but... Uh, look, we'll see. We'll see. We'll I'm, see how we go. I'm going to be optimistic about it and say that I will learn something. Something. It might not be worth carrying with us I doubt out of this room. You know, it might not be useful at all, but yep. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. First of all, what I've got to do from... Uh, we had Dilrook Jaya Singer on last we did, week, we which did. was very wonderful. Yeah. So he's got his show Cheat Day starting yeah. very, very soon. Well, I mean, very soon when we're recording. But when actually, recording, no, by the time this comes out as by well. By the time this comes out, it, he should be just beginning. Yeah. Just okay. kicking off. So uh, Go see him. So go back through all the people we've had yeah. on. Jump on their comedy festival shows because this is the time to do it. Absolutely. To buy those tickets, if you're in Melbourne, obviously. Yep. So I jump on that, but we from the week before, I was actually told something. So we had a uh, whinge of the week mm. where uh, grumpy, grumpy Gwen said, oh, I don't go to bed wearing Chanel. Okay. She goes to bed wearing something else. Okay. I can't remember exactly what it was, but right. that's actually a reference to Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Because she used to say, I go to bed with nothing on but Chanel number five. Nice. Nice. That was pretty good. And and we didn't, but a, a few people have been in contact with me being like, that's a Marilyn Monroe quote. Huh. Well, there you and go. Like, okay. All right. Thank you, listeners. So there we go. We did learn something today. Well, you learned something today. I learned that maybe a day or two ago. Sure. So. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's, but that's a, that's a great it's quote. Definitely isn't it? it's something. Like very, very coy, isn't it? Very sultry kind of quote, isn't it? Yeah. It'd be like to, to watch Marilyn Monroe say that, you'd be like, Oh, all right. I, uh, I, talking about, I need a cold shower. She's talking about nuding up. She is. Ooh, fancy. How exciting. But from one from one goddess to another. Oh, yeah? Linda Smith, our editor. What's Linda up to this week? The editor What's of What's she got line? to say? There's an editor's note in the front of everyone. Hell and yeah. this week. Hit me with it. Welcome. Thank you. I am so... <laughs> no, anytime. Yeah. I try to. I am so with reader Karen from Dubbo, who writes Dubbo, in, who writes in this week's inbox, page twenty-four of her love of postcards. Oh, so so I will read that afterwards. Okay, but, mm, her love of mm, postcards mm, yeah. sounds like a real thrilling read. I love that you use the word thrill. As a child, I remember the thrill hey, of finding a postcard and in the letterbox. Are on the same page. I know, right? We're like really vibing. Kindred spirits. Kindred spirits. Finding a postcard and letterbox just for me. Sure. One from our neighbours, Auntie Norma and Uncle Ted, who did a coach tour of Uluru, or Ayers Rock. <laughs> when you said did a coach, I was like, I, I, I swear to God, I wouldn't have thought of coach tour in Uluru. My head went to cocaine tour of South America. <laughs> Imagine. Hi, Co, and you just yeah. went... Just, South Africa. Just, just South imagine, America. oh, Mum, Dad, I've got a postcard from from Aunt and Uncle. Oh, that's great, Linda. What is in the postcard? Dear Linda, having a wonderful time in Colombia. 
Nose candy is so much cheaper I here. On these weird pillows, and they've only they've only tried to kidnap me twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, Uluru, uh, yeah, I don't think there's much coke there. Um, I've not been. I have. It is. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. So it would have been nice. Yeah, I've not done. I've never. I've not done the. Uh, the red centre, like any of that, because there's like you know, obviously you've got you've got Uluru, you've got uh, what's that park? There's the the Kimberley Ranges, I believe are there. And no, no, no. Uh, shit. There's like what a really the nice. Fuck. This is we're gonna get people saying this is the name of it, but I can't think of it. And I've been before too. There's a really nice in like Central Australia. There's this like oasis it's almost. Gorgeous too. Yeah, I've been there. This is oh not good God. content, though. Yeah, so no, because we don't know. We can't remember. So, and it, and and just like sitting here thinking about it is not very good podcast no, material. No, so it's not. No, the point is, right. the point is, not a lot of cocaine in Central Australia. No, hey, no. and if you know differently in that regard, feel free to contact yeah, us as well. We'd love to know. Love an anecdote or two, and love another reason to go back. Um, <laughs> Annie Nummer and Uncle Ted, who did a coach tour of Uluru or Ayers Rock, as it was then. Mm, Still stands out. Mm, yeah, was it? I mean, I guess people call yeah. it that, but yeah. Yeah. Sure. We get out of the bus and it's like walking into a room where someone left the heater on at full blast, they wrote. Yeah, it's, it's pretty hot there. It's hot there. And that's something. It's a to, desert. And apparently that's something to write home about. So. <laughs> <I just> have, <laughs> Dear Linda, went to a desert. It's really hot. Yeah, wow. Honestly, a bit too hot. If you decide to come. Bring some water. Bring some water with you. Come prepared. Just like, of course it's hot. (laughs) Fuck me. I thought that sounded quite fabulous. Family friends, Auntie Ada and Uncle Bill, would send cards from even more exotic places, such as Scotland and France. I think it was like, yeah, even more exotic than Uluru. Like, Werribee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Okay, so no, Scotland and France is, yeah, that's, that's pretty uh, good. I'm, I'm not sure if I'd call it exotic. Well, yeah. I guess exotic in the sense that it's not Australia. True, true, true. I mean, international, overseas, I would say exotic is somewhere more like South America, for example. For example. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, sounds a lot more fun. Yeah, but no, uh, France is lovely. I haven't been to Scotland, but I'm sure that's nice as well. Yeah. Good comedy festival there. Yes, yeah. Edinburgh? Yeah, that would be wonderful. I'd love to go to Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's not much more here, but except that, uh, and for a time, I had a little contest going with myself to send the most boring cards I could find. That's the, like, that's, so, I mean, she says it's boring cards, but oh my God, like, (laughs) cool contest with yourself to be boring. I think it was a photo of a textile factory in communist Albania that took first prize. That actually sounds awesome. I mean, it sounds more interesting than this story that she's telling us. Exactly. And any postcard you get of Uluru, it's never going to look as good as the real thing. Sure. So just, and it's going to look like every other photo you've seen. It's a big it. fucking rock. It is a big fucking It's a beautiful one. Well, the thing, but I, it's worth looking I've at. I've never seen it. So under like and feeling this. Well, it's the same. People say the same thing about the Grand Canyon. Is like you think, oh yeah, it's going to be a big hole in the ground. Mm. Again, haven't been there. But then they say when you actually see it, it's just the majesty of it. And I suspect that Uluru is the same. It's very much the same. Um, it's very much the same. Just bloody it's fucking gorgeous. sick of that government saying I can't climb on it. Oh yeah, mate. Yeah. Well, I will. The best place. It's a f- big fucking rock. Who yeah. cares if you put your fucking feet on? I step <laughs> on rocks all the time. I just want to want to get to the bloody top and see what's out there. Oh, it's a big fucking desert. I want to see how big the fucking desert is. <laughs> 
It's just a big fucking rock. I walked around it and you get so much more from walking around it because there's little caves inside it like, and some really incredible rocks. Have you ever been on top of it then? No. I never yeah, you don't fucking know then, do you? <laughs> um, Good point. I don't because I never have. You're right. I can't tell if it's better or not. Yeah, let's go climb Uluru. <laughs> yeah. And let's, ju- hey, don't do that. It's no, not cool. Do it. It's don't really it, uncool. Super uncool. Anyway, so that's uh, that's what Linda Smith has to yep, say. So this she's week. talking postcards. She's talking postcards. Oh, which sorry, which week is this, by the way, for those this playing at home? Is issue ten, March seventh. March seventh. March seventh. Okay, okay. So fairly yes. recent. Even when this comes, this comes, this comes, this comes, this episode, this episode was released. Fairly recent. Yeah, fairly recent. Yeah, we, we can. Uh, if you miss, you can contact us. See if you can get a back issue. You can. You oh, you can. actually can. You can go okay. on the website. You can do that. Don't, guys, don't, don't do that. That was a unfortunately, joke. Unfortunately, you can't do that with Take 5 because I'm still trying to hunt that. My dead dad came back as a Durry story. Oh, yes, that's right. Because, of course, if we... Uh, uh, we've mentioned it before, I think, but we, we are using Take 5 magazine also. Yes, we um, are. Just uh, along the pieces, Along the so. same the same lines. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's the same... Basically the same fucking magazine. Yeah, just, it's just a different publisher. Yeah. That's all it is. Yep. So, if, if you buy Take 5... But send, send me some stories, because I, I don't have a subscription to Take 5 yet. Yes. So, yet. if you find some particularly good ones, uh, please do tell us. Keep and us posted. Yeah. So, I'm not sure how you were like with... Um, what were you like when you were a kid, when you lived at home? It's a very, you, very yeah. broad question. A very broad question. I, I will narrow it down. Do you, did, you, did you have a problem with your mum cleaning your room, or your parents cleaning your room? No, my parents didn't clean my room. Okay, yeah. But I have a friend who I won't name. Yes. I know he listens to the podcast, so you know who you are and you're listening. Oh, beautiful. Uh, Out yourself on the Facebook. Out yourself on the Facebook and say it's you. Anyway, uh, his mum used to clean his room sometimes when he was at school or out or whatever, um, which I know he did not like. Yep. I think she might open his mail as well, which I'm pretty sure isn't as illegal. Technically a federal offence. Unless you're under 18, your adult or guardian is allowed He may have been for some of the time. I don't know. Anyway, uh, he... Well, she cleaned his room and she found his weed. Um, Oofed. And I can't remember. I remember at one stage he was storing his weed inside a broken PlayStation controller, which is genius. That's a great idea. Good hiding. I, might, I don't think she would have found it in there. So it must have been before the, that went where he started hiding it after that. Yeah. But I just remember him being like, mum found And like, she wasn't thrilled. Um, yeah. I can't remember her exact reaction, but I'm fairly confident she wasn't thrilled, um, which I think is... I, I thought it was very funny. Yeah, thought of it was course. Very funny because yeah, it didn't happen to you. Also, no, of he was it's funny. No, he was definitely over eighteen as well. Okay, he was definitely right. over eighteen. Yeah, that's a yep. Um, but yeah, so it hasn't happened to me. Like, my, yeah, my parents didn't tend to go into like they. You know, mum would tell me to clean my room constantly, but she wouldn't do it for. I mean, in a lot of ways, cleaning your kid's room for you, uh, for them, is like okay, you can snoop. But if you've been saying, clean your room, clean your room, clean your room, and then you do it for them, it's teaching a bad lesson, which is, oh, if you Very just much. don't do what you're supposed to do, then it'll get done for you. Yeah. So you kind of got to either just like from the get-go, never ask, just sometimes decide, oh, I'm going to clean my child's room, but never ask them to do it. Yes. Or yeah. just ask them and just never fucking stop. Because of course, yeah. I, I did clean my room. I'd usually clean my room, depending on my age, but usually once a every, every six months yeah. uh, when it was uh, time to study for exams. Yep. Yeah, just... Clean room, clean head, clean head. I would just do anything I could to not study for exams. Oh, procrastination. Okay. Yeah, I I mean, these days I I don't have any obligations like that. But if I clean my thoroughly clean my apartment, there's probably something I should have been doing instead. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, Yeah, I used to have my room cleaned a little bit. Okay. But it was also my mum was like a clean freak. Were you cool with that? 
Was it like a discussion no. or was it just like, I'm doing this? No, it was more like, I'm doing this. Yeah, see, that's what and my friend like, did as well. A lot of the time it was like, if you don't do it today, I'll do it for, I'll do it tomorrow. And it's like, all right, cool. Well, I'll, I'll clean up. Yeah. But then she'd go in there and clean more because she had that extra. I guess clean, if it's like, yeah, part of I her, guess if it's that, like, you know, if you do not clean your room, I will do it and I will throw all your stuff away is a pretty good thing. Like, I will just throw stuff away. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, because yeah. my parents are two sort of diametrically opposed mindsets when it comes to that sort of thing, which might explain why they broke up. But, um, like, dad is a hoarder. Like, he, his house is full of stuff. He has so yeah. much stuff. Um, he's just a hoarder. Um, not like old newspapers level. And like you know, you can still get around his house. It's yeah, all blocking it's more stuff. Like, no, 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 I might need that. But he just has minutes. way more stuff than he could ever need, and yep. most of it's just useless junk. He's probably got some treasures in there. I don't know because there's too much stuff to go through, in my opinion. Fair. Yep. Um, my mum, on the other hand, uh, yeah, whenever she, like if she'd find something, she just like she often just throw stuff out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's like, having a meal, and yep. that would happen. It's just, and dad would be like, dad, dad hated that as well because he's like, what if you need it? That's his whole thing. Yeah. Um, and so what like throwing, if? yeah, you know, throwing stuff out. I don't think it ever really bit me on the ass. Uh, I don't think she ever threat anything too, uh, like, valuable or important. I think it was just more like when she would throw something out, I would get on my high horse as a matter of principle and be like, you can't throw my stuff out, mum. Like, what if I needed it? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and I feel like she did almost throw out some stuff. Like, dad would save things that she had thrown out. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how that dynamic worked. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I she definitely, like... But see, now I'm thinking like, okay, but if she was throwing my stuff out, did she go more? I don't think she did though. I've actually, so obviously I've moved down to Melbourne. Yes. There's council cleanup happening. Yep. And when I was in Sydney just last weekend, my mum was like, all right, so what can I throw out? And I'm like, I don't know how. And I was like, thank you for asking. I appreciate yeah, that. that. Good. I appreciate that. Like, it's there are some big stuff, like I've got an old bass amp that doesn't work. Yeah. It's going to get fixed. And it's like, nah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get it down here anyway. Yeah, exactly. so Screw it. Yeah, get. Did rid you bring of your it. PlayStation back this time? By the way, no, I didn't. God, just mail it to yourself. That's, def- that's definitely not gonna get thrown out. I can tell you that. No, but much. just mail it. Like box I, it up in I also foam. Don't have a TV at home. Uh, like literally in the entire house, there is not a TV, and yeah. there's four of us who live there. So get yourself a cheap ass TV, dude. They're not I expensive. Will. I will. Um, I'll have to set one up. I'm just thinking as well. Like, how would? Because like council cleanup. I don't know how I'd do it here. Like, there's there's no yeah. curve I can put it on. Yeah. I have to talk to building management, I suppose. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. And then they'd probably organise it. And yeah. If any, hey, if you're way. a listener and you live in an apartment in the city and you know how like hard rubbish works, uh, tell that? me because I'm probably not going to bother looking it up until it becomes an issue for me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much until you get a new couch, and that probably won't happen for a while. No, I'm sure. Oh, there's like so far, I've just given. Oh no, my dad will collect stuff and take it out into the suburbs and. Get rid of it for me. That's what it would be. Your dad totally would. Yeah, because he'll. That's great. Yeah, but that's the problem though. He's a fucking hoarder. He'll keep it. He'll keep it. He doesn't need more stuff. He'll be like, I'll hold on to it till our council cleaner. Yeah, I'll be like, here, take this fucking like broken table (laughs) and he'll take it home and he'll put a mismatched leg on it where it's broken and then he'll just have another fucking table even though he has. More than enough already, and he'll he'll replace it with something that's perfectly good, just just for a point. And Dad, I have a feeling you may at least have tried to listen to this podcast. So if you're hearing this, <laughs> you really need to start going through your stuff again on your Johnny part. And I know your response is going to be that I need to start going through my stuff that I've left in in my room of your house. And I just want to say that that's 100 percent valid. But me not doing it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. <laughs> So anyway, we've, I think we haven't covered that much content just yet. So yeah, that's all right. We don't. That's all right. We're we're filling the content with our stories. Yes, correct. Look at us go. That's life, after all. Yeah, it is. That is life. That, and we got to get deeper into it, man. 
profound. If, if we're not learning enough from here, we've got to learn from each other and from our past and our experiences. So this one's called Don't Clean Your Room. I mean, my room. Don't clean. Okay, yeah, sure. Inspired by Marie Kondo. Yep. To declutter her home. I assume, of course, we're all familiar with Marie Kondo at this point. It's a yeah. Netflix series. She's a lovely little lady who tells you to throw things away. Yes. I've not watched it. That's all I can tell I mostly from either. memes. I haven't either. I haven't either. Yeah, exactly. That's all we need to know, I yep. think. She just helps you. She helps you decide what things you should keep in your life. Yes. And it's actually, I quite like the idea of it. As someone who has uh, spent, you know, 30 years, Th- almost 32 years uh, fighting against his fucking hoarder genes that he got from his dad. Like, I, I, man, I, my, my instinct is to keep things and I have, like, I've had to like instill it in my head just like, no, like don't. Or what I'll do if I'm really not sure is I'll like put something away for like, and then when I find it again in six, 12 months, if I haven't even thought about that thing in the, that time, I can throw it away. I don't yeah. need it. I held on to a lot of uh, lot of clothing because a lot of it was merch. Yeah. Like a lot of tour merch. Yeah, I've got a lot like of stuff that. like that as well. I got and a box full of old clothes that yeah, I just don't want to get And then I ended up, ended up just being like, no, nah, just got to do it. Yeah. Just got to do it. Or yeah, yeah. I'd relegate them to bed shirts or something before they get yeah, I don't super ready. Or, or I'd, I'd cut sleeves off a lot of my shirts as well for, uh, for bed me too. and just like for yeah, shit me too. like that. Me too. Just like, all right, cool. The point is, they're uh, on their way. Marie Kondo, all about decluttering. And, yeah. And just sort of, yeah. So. You feel better about yourself. I don't, what, yeah. Feng Shui, I guess, kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't, I've never watched it. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, declutter her home. Lindsay Priest donated her son Devin's Disney mug to charity. But it turns out Devin had stashed 6500 bucks in cash Fuck me. after he sold his car. That's a lot of weed. Quickly checking with the charity, they discovered the mug had already been sold to some lucky recipient. Oof. I feel like the worst mum in the world, Lindsay said. Big oof. Ouch. Guess you owe that kid six and a half grand. Yeah, you do. You do. Because you, you shouldn't have been throwing his shit out. Yeah. You should, have, you should have thought about it or asked, hey, what's this Disney mug all about? And Or uh, hang on. how? And it's a travel mug. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that means like, if you, if you wouldn't you fucking look in it? You'd think so. And you'd think there'd be some weight to it with 6,500 bucks. Like yeah, even that's in notes, not, that's a fair bit of money. That's a, and that's a fair bit of weight too. Like if, if it's, even if it's all in 50s, that's still a pretty hefty amount. Oh, actually, no. Yeah, no, yeah, it's still still relatively. Yeah, so you should feel bad, and I don't know where the recording cutoff have already made this joke, but the first time we were doing this, I said, uh, wouldn't you just look at it and then you could just feel bad about stealing money from your son instead yes. of giving, like lo- losing the money? And then I realised I was advocating stealing for the sake. Look, the point is, don't steal uh, some other stuff that we talked. I'm really sorry, guys. Like, if, we- if, if you grab, and I was saying, oh yeah, if if the person, if the person who bought the mug definitely. Probably, probably. Well, I don't know. Be yeah. like, well, I That's you- the thing. I think if you took it, like, if you took it home, you opened it, and went, oh shit. I mean, you can keep that because you're, a, yeah, like what's known in in illegal terms as yeah, a bona fide purchaser in good faith, which is yeah, that, that's like interesting a, to know. So that like term, a, yeah. a genuine, like, yeah, you didn't know it was illegally obtained. I mean, it's a bit different because it's not like you've obtained property and then someone's gone, hey, that's actually mine. It's you've got money and you, you know it's not yours. Yeah, you know they didn't intend to sell that to you because you paid fucking two bucks for it. Yeah, uh, so. Uh, but at the same time, eh, it's a tough one. I don't know, guys. Yeah. You let me know. Would you t- would you return it? Like, I don't think I could. Like, I, I six it, and a half grand. That, that that's is a, a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Like that would that would help me. Like, I'd, I'd love six and a half. Like grand. that's like, that's several months mortgage pa- of mortgage payments. Like, yeah. I yep. would absolutely. It's tough. Yeah. 
Anywho, uh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, Poor bastard. Yeah. Yep. What else and we got? And for selling your car too. Yeah, it really Ouch. sucks. Um, so I just want to know what you think. So this is a letter. Mm. Um, this is called Flight Rage. Okay. It seems every week there is an incident or two on flights involving outbursts from a drunken passenger. Surely it's time to ban alcohol at the airport and on flights. From Adriana Lewis, McDowell, Queensland. Strong disagree. And the fact that it came from a Queenslander is uh, very interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Not wrong. Um, Not wrong. Look, I'm not drinking at the moment. I'm just not. Um, Trying to, you know, go off for a bit. But I intend to drink again. And look, I think... If you're in the airport, like, say, so you get, the, you should get to the airport early. That's a, that's a thing that you always yeah. people know. You know, a couple hours early for an international flight, maybe one hour for a domestic, whatever. So you can check in and make sure you get to gate in time. But there will be a period where you have you've checked in. You know, you've checked your luggage. If you've got some, you've gone through security. You're just waiting to go to your gate. There's nothing to do. But hey, there's a bar. Yeah. Just you know, have a beer. Have have a beer. Have four. Yeah. It's Your flight's at 10 a.m. in the morning? That's no, fine. You're going to get a flight. You just have a nap. If the bar's open, it's open. Go so, for it. Look, I. the fact is there are laws that require people to not serve others if they're intoxicated. Mm-hmm. So if someone's drunk enough to be having a violent outburst, there's probably a point there where they should have been cut off. Yes. Now, admittedly, some people it's hard to tell, whatever. Uh, but the fact is that's not saying there should be no alcohol. It's just you've got to be... Uh, vendors of alcohol must be very careful who they're selling it exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. Because both, because they can cop a severe fine for selling to an intoxicated person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very hard thing to prove and all sort of thing. But like, very if, much so. if someone's having a violent outburst on a plane because of alcohol, pretty safe to assume they were too intoxicated to have that last one. Yeah, exactly. And you're just cutting people off who have pre flight jitters. Yeah, and like, like a, a, a beer or, or a whiskey or something. Some, like I mean, honestly, I usually I don't really drink on planes. I drink at the airport, but I don't tend to drink on planes. Yeah, I don't drink on planes. No, I um, drink. I'll drink at the airport. Yeah, I'll have a couple yeah. of beers before before yeah. a flight. But look, I yeah, I just think that's a it's a silly solution to that problem. Yeah, I think so too because yeah. I want to keep being able to drink at airports. Exactly. Look at us looking out for ourselves. <laughs> looking out for number one, baby. Yep. This one, I'm not going to read you the story. Okay. I just want to have an idea what you think of this title. Okay. I didn't put my boy down for seven months. What do you think that... Like someone picked up their baby and like didn't put it down for him down for seven months? That's exactly it. Yeah. That's what you'd think from the... From the story, because as well, if I had that, I mean, don't get me wrong, I could have assumed fucked. it was like I'm, I didn't. Well, obviously, they're not going to be having a child put down, so they yeah. might mean a pet, but they don't put down, like, it's like that's not that interesting, though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really not, it's not sensationalist enough. Yeah, but I but the um, there's a, a little quote, like you know, a pool quote, mm-hmm. um, as her son's bassinet gathered dust, Deanna knew she needed help. It's like, ooh, like a dusty bassinet as well. That sounds like she's like, yeah, that, that kid died and she's like feeling real depressed about it. Yeah, I know, right? It's almost like they're trying to make that's you read an article like. that's... But you're, you're right in the first place. So, okay, so so when when I read the title, I, I, I wasn't going crazy I mean, thinking that it was... Headlines, obviously, to... uh, headlines, especially magazines like this, the original clickbait. Oh, yes. 
Like they oh, want you to buy the so. fucking magazine so they have outlandish things in the front. If you flick yep. through, you see crazy shit. Like that's the whole way this magazine yes, works. Exactly. The whole reason we're doing this podcast is because when we talked about it, it was like those magazines have some pretty fucking weird stuff in them, huh? Very much it's so. Like, yeah, they do. Yeah. Like uh, that's yeah. You, you they want to make stuff sound weird, but that's not that. I mean, I guess actually no. How like holding a kid for seven months or whatever. That is still nuts, isn't it? Like how did this like. I have some that, questions. That's, yeah, that's like that's a like a um, a not being able to let. Yeah, it's, lit- there's some not, issues not there. There's, but there's, yeah, there's definitely some issues there. Uh, well, I, I wonder. I, I didn't actually. I, I didn't didn't have much information. But maybe the umbilical cord actually didn't get cut, and she couldn't put him down. That's a fair enough thing to think. Like that's doesn't it eventually just like fall off anyway? Though. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. I don't know. I must admit, don't know anything about how umbilical cords I don't know. As, work. As everybody knows, we have no idea about how... Except that I had uh, one what? attached to me when I was born. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, no idea. And, you know, I don't remember. Well, what do you think that we, uh, we, uh, we go down the, uh, the rabbit hole that is uh, probably our favourite one? Grumpy Gwen, what do you reckon? Give it to me. You ready? Hit me with it. Okay. Whinge of the week. Here it is. Here she With is. Grumpy Gwen. My girl, girl. My girl out here. My girl out here. My JJ. Cook off. I'm sick of cooking every night. I'm always running out of inspiration and my husband makes jokes about me serving up shepherd's pie again. That's from Sue Wilson in Melbourne, Victoria. Two obvious solutions. Mm-hmm. The first solution is what I think Gwen should say. And the obvious one, which is... If he doesn't like the shepherd's pie, he can fucking cook too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally like I like to cook. I only cook about seven different things, so I'm in the same place, same problem. But I've gotten very good at those seven things, and I also am a creature of habit, so I don't mind eating the same things over and over again. And I think seven is all you need because that's as many One day of the days week. in the week yep. there are. And uh, I think the other answer that there could be, which I don't think she's going to go with, is just saying get takeaway. But like that's not a good solution. Yeah. So yep. look, yeah, the obvious solution is what's he doing making jokes when he should be helping you out? My daughter, Uvula, uh, makes her husband eat her out. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I wasn't expecting to I, end with that. I had That's nowhere to go though. with that. But something, but, you, know, um, you know what I mean. You, you get where I'm going with you're it. Actual, you're, you're on the right track there, my friend. All right. So, Grumpy Gwen's response. What do you call a man who makes jokes about his wife's cooking? Single. Mm. My daughter, Hazel. No, sorry. Not you, Vlad. Uh, uh, Hazel. What do you call a uh, 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 man who makes fun of his wife's cooking? Raymond Barone <laughs> from the hit sitcom Everybody, Everybody Loves, loves Raymond. Raymond. <laughs> Guys, remember that show? Very good. <laughs> she was bad at cooking. She certainly was. Uh, so, my daughter Hazel, so not Uvula this is time. Is this the first we've heard of Hazel? Or I has Hazel come up? See, I, this, the other, this is where, I, this is where I'm, lo- I'm not sure because I've, you know, I've read we've, this so many yeah, times. Yeah, of course. I'm not course. sure if I've read Listeners, it Listeners, if, if Hazel has been mentioned before, please let us know. Yeah, please keep us But posted. as far as I'm aware, this is the first appearance of Hazel. First appearance of Hazel, you're right. So, my daughter Hazel has a pact with her husband, Percy. Percy. Hazel, Hazel and Percy. She pretends to like cooking. It's very English. They do, don't they? Hazel and Percy. She pretends to like cooking and he pretends it tastes nice. She cooks everything from scratch, meaning she scratches the labels right off the boxes. I've had about enough of these jokes, if I'm honest. Like, it's just... I'm, I love it how much. I, I, could, I could feel it. I could <sighs> feel it coming off you. <laughs> Get hubby cooking and try a meal kit delivery service. 
Well, there you go. So there you yeah, go. see, that's sort of in the middle because milk, milk it delivery services, obviously, you cook it yourself. They send you the exact amount of ingredients yeah. you need, uh, which makes it easy. You know, you've always got no leftovers. Yeah. You know, never buy to. Because, of course, you've got issues where, like, you know, I need a clove of garlic, but you buy a whole fucking Wastage. bunch. Is that, that, that's a lot of reason why, the way, why I don't cook stuff like that because I'm just so much waste. By the way, if you offer a, uh, a one of those, you know, cooking delivery services, uh, please, we'd love to be sponsored. Let us know. Uh, Let us know. Because, honestly, um, if you just sent me your service for... Like at a discount, that'd probably be enough. Yeah, I'd be happy with that because, uh, like, that sounds great. But uh, I also, yeah. So, like, uh, I think that's a more that's sort of an in between option where it's like, yes, it teaches you to. It's good to teach you to cook, I think. Yeah, but they're not yeah. cheap. Um, no, which is not. understandable, of course, yeah. given the nature of the service. But um, I think they're a great idea for someone who who has a little bit extra income, wants to eat healthy, but doesn't have a lot of time. Yes. Because that's the problem. Like, yeah, I think it's yeah good for time. The trade off having recently got a new job is like you know I had. A lot of time, but not a lot of money. Now I've got money again, but I have less time. Yes. yes. It's that eternal conundrum. <laughs> so, uh, how much money do you think she's given? Probably enough for... Uh, it's like 30 bucks for one of those meals from a subscription box services for two or something. I don't know, I fucking know. I get like 30 bucks. Like the way you're thinking? 40. 40, yeah. So Very close, on the same friend. On the Good same job. basis. You're, you're on the same thought process. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Yeah, I'm good at this. Okay. No sale. I saw a sale recently on ladies' leggings and was annoyed to find they they only had sizes 6 and 8 left. Hardly anyone is that size. When will stores cater better for real women? From Wendy Hinson in Goulburn, New South Wales. Goulburn! Wardo, do you know who this woman is? Shout out to Wardo. Shout out to Wardo. Who I'm sure that our listeners will be meeting. (laughs) That Wardo. That ram. That ram. Um, yeah, look, I'm sure she'll be on in the future. Yeah, she'll be on in the future. She, Listeners saying, who don't know her soon. yet, you will know her soon enough. Um, but, yeah, the reason that they only have those sizes left, does she not realise she answered, those sizes left, why don't they have any of my It's like, no one is that size. It's like, yeah, because all the ones that people are that size, they've bought them. Thank you. So if you're like a size 12 and you're like, well, that's a normal size, it's like, yeah, so they sell those first because there's lots and lots of people in that size buying them. Bingo. Uh, and and look, the response could be, of course, well, logic. Well, Wendy, why don't logic? You, why don't you provide you know more of the sizes that sell more quickly? And of course, some stores do do that. Depends on demographics. But I also think, uh, I mean, some women are genuinely size six and size eight, and it's like, shouldn't they be able to buy clothing yeah. too? Like it just there has to be an offer for everybody, and there probably was. You were just not quick enough, especially Wendy. items on sale go quicker because yep. they're cheaper. Exactly, and maybe ask the people who work there if there's any left in the back it would probably take less time than asking than sending this into well, I mean, Gwen look, in, in any event all I'm saying look I sympathise but it's you know it's kind of just how that works it's the way of the world yeah that's life absolutely that's life so uh, you ready for the response sure my daughter Yuvala there she is mm. is convinced women's clothing these days is made for kids her mouth says she's a size eight, but her hips beg to differ. She fat. She fat. As I <laughs> constantly tell her, drunks, children, and leggings always tell the truth. You had a narrow escape. Leggings are stockings pretending to be pants. Interesting. Okay. Um, so what... Fuck, I don't know what she's going to offer for that, though. Like... Leggings are stockings pretending to be pants. Interesting take. Um, 
I don't have a problem. I know a lot of people take issue with like, oh, leggings aren't pants, so you can't wear them in public. I mean, fuck, who cares? Like, I wear like skin tight skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. You know, you can wear short shorts. Who fucking cares? Yeah, who gives a shit? As, as literally, as long as you, as long as you're covering, or your, your balls aren't. Yeah, look, out, as long as as long shit. as you're covering your shame with something. Yes, exactly. I'm just pissed off by Wendy, who just who goes. When will these stores cater better for real women? It's oh, like, that's such a bullshit. Like, shut your fucking Real mouth. women like curves. Only dogs like bones. It's like... Yeah, it's like, what's wrong no, with real, you? Like, real, real men like, real, real, like women with curves. It's like, man, people like fucking whatever. Like, yeah, who cares? People are into what they're into. Like, Yeah. Like, and, and you, you're not helping your cause by saying that you're a real woman. Like, just because, you know... You, you know what, guys? I'm glad. I'm glad that we've got to this point because finally we can make this podcast about finally. what I have always wanted it to be about, which is two, two straight white, white men talking about feminism. Exactly. All right, coming at you, guys. Get ready here's what, for our hot as fuck Here's what bags. I think about equality and a gender pay gap. You can feel free to... I, that, that's no, it. Not, that's it. I'm yeah, not that, saying anything. I, I'm saying I'm with you. That's all I'm going to say. Because I refuse to mention much more. Look, hey, all I'll say is, if women were supposed to be getting paid the same amount as men, how come there's two men on this podcast and no women? (laughs) Huh? When we can afford to pay ourselves for this as well. Yeah. Yes. Answer me that. (laughs) Feminist. You. What is it? Oh, feminazis. Oh, God. (laughs) Wow. Anyway. um, Feminazis. How much money she gave her? Would you like to know? Uh, well, uh, fuck, let me think. Um, it's still like the dress, yeah? There's one about the not having any in the sizes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like 20 bucks. Big fat zero. Big fat zero. Big fat zero. No sympathy. Gwen's really getting feisty. Yeah, look, she fair really enough. really is, yeah. Fair enough. All right, so we were talking about uh, drinking on flights. Now we're talking budget buster. Okay. On a recent flight with a budget airline, we had to pay extra for everything, even our seat, from Pat Ross in Toowoomba, Queensland. Toowoomba. Nick Carr, Toowoomba. I'm sure he'll be on soon enough yeah, as well. he'll be on soon as well. Uh, Hello, Nick. <laughs> um, paying extra for a seat. What is that? Did you get an exit row? So, budget airline, pay extra for everything, even our seat. I don't understand what that means. Like, because obviously, yeah, like, so sometimes you can pay to choose your seat. Maybe that's what, actually, maybe, maybe that's but what But I don't know saying, of anyone who it's... Not enough details No, because it's like, I mean, technically you are paying for your seat. That's what a fucking airfare is. Yes, yes. Like, is that what she, I'm very confused by this. I don't blame you. What does Gwen have to say? You're lucky they offered you a seat. When I flew with a budget airline, they strapped me to the wing of the plane. And the in-flight entertainment consisted of the co-pilot doing his Tom Green, uh, Tom Tom Green, Tom Jones impersonation of Green Green Grass of Home. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's true. Yeah, my friend Meredith is so cheap. This is the, this is her. Yeah, her friend Meredith. I believe we have loves. heard from Meredith before. She's yes. the one who had a whinge at Halloween. By by, she's so cheap. She just pretends she's not even home. Right, her token yeah. tight ass friend. Yes, sure. my, so my friend Meredith is so cheap. She flies into interstate on a crop duster. Economy airlines are no frills. That's why they're cheap. Agreed. Bingo. How much do you reckon? Nothing. Bingo. Good job, my friend. Nailed Big it. Big frat fucking zero. 
for you, Pat Ross in Toowoomba, Queensland. <laughs> Fuck you, Pat. Who do you think you are, Pat? I think that wraps us up for the week. Is that it? That's it. That's it for us. Nice quick one. Yeah, nice and quick one. We're just the two of us. We can just smash through them and just, you know, throw out the... the We're just giving, nuggets. giving you that sweet, sweet content you want. Personally, I think that like around 45 minutes is like the perfect length for a podcast. I think so too. I like to err on the side of short. Um, yes. Just like, you know, more bite size, I think. And when it's just the two of us, you know, if we've got somebody who, who wants, to, oh, who of wants course. to drag it out to an hour and a half. It's I'm not even, it's not even dragging it out. It's just, you know, if someone else who's just frankly much more interesting and funny than we are. Yeah, that's true. So we'll give them more yeah. time to be interesting and funny. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's, yeah, it's not dragging out. It's just more like, oh, we're done here. And then stop and we're like, wow, we went for that long. More sweet, sweet content. Goodness but, gracious. Uh, well, look, this has been fun as yes, always. Been another good one, my friend. I've been encouraged uh, to try a new sign off. Um, I've already forgotten what it was, but I'll try and get the gist of it. Yes. Uh, so, you know, just a heads up. Um, I'm now going to be silent, so I need you to fill while I try and remember what it okay, was. Okay, I can do that, I think. So, uh, Luke usually does this, but I can do it. Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram as well, all at What's Life Pod. Then you can hit us up at whatslifepod at gmail.com if there's anything a little more specific or if there's any kind of, you know, like as we said, if you retake five or you just find another one of these crazy dumb stories that we love to talk about, send them our way. What do you reckon, Luke? You think that have I missed anything? No, I, well, I wasn't listening. So oh, okay, all right, that's good. That's good. Well, yeah. <laughs> Look, it's all on our website. It, yeah. Oh, what's, what's life? Pod. Com. Just yeah, what's life? Pod. Com. Just 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 go there. That's it's, the uh, that's the one I missed. The website. What's life? Pod. Com. Well, there you go. Um, and, and subscribe and all that stuff. Oh yes, and please. And if, if you five star review, rating. That'd be f- tell your friends wonderful. as well. Tell your yeah, friends about this cool podcast. Of all things. That's probably the one thing we'd love you to do is just tell a mate. Tell mm. a mate, and then watch them as they subscribe and if they don't then you do something no and then listen to the first episode like so basically give them some headphones and your phone play the first episode uh they sit in your couch and listen you sit opposite them and just stare at them the entire time yes to make sure they laugh that would be wonderful and if they don't you shut them out of your lives and you get better friends yes and then you come to us and we'll be your friend if we weren't already i'm not committing to that uh, I will. I'll commit to it. Sure. I'll commit. Your funeral, buddy. Yeah. Now, uh, so my new sign-off, I didn't remember what it was. It was suggested to me after an episode from a few weeks back uh, that uh, the sign-off be uh, basically uh, try not to have sex with people who are related to you, but at the end of the day, you do you. So I'm going to shorten that and say that my new sign-off is like, uh, hey, you do you. So Beautiful. Without further ado, uh, thank you very much for listening. And, Appreciate uh, it, everybody. You do you. Amen. <laughs>